It's Mona Lisa and it's Intuitive Tuesday, the radio show helping intuitives, introverts, and empaths create the conscious and abundant life that they desire. Today, I am super excited to introduce a new feature for the Intuitive Tuesday podcast, Q&As. I often get asked very similar types of questions and thought it would be fun to answer them here so everyone can benefit. So if you have a burning question to ask about creating and living a lightworker life and business, please submit it to Mona Lisa at MonaLisaOndavia.com. You never know who you could be helping out, and there's a good chance I'll be featuring it soon. So today's question comes from Andrea, and she asks, how can you bring your lightworker life into your business if you are in a more traditional role? I'm curious about how to bring it to my training business. So awesome question, Andrea. I'm really happy to answer this question because it's a sentiment that I hear all the time. So to answer your question, I'm going to first start by defining what a light worker really is so we're all on the same page. And then I'll give you some examples of how to bring your light work into your everyday life, whether you have a service-based business, a product-based business, a traditional career, work full-time as a mom, or if you're still looking for some direction. All right, so first let me define what a light worker is. So in my opinion, a light worker is anyone who is on a journey to live more consciously and with intention for the purpose of living a joyous life. All right, so I'm going to break that down for you into three parts. So the first part is living more consciously. Okay, so what does that mean? So this part speaks to the process of stripping away the unconscious habits, thought patterns, and actions that we've done for so long, especially those that harm us and work in the background. If you always sabotage yourself, feel overwhelmed, have a tendency to procrastinate, or if you ever do anything and wonder, why did I just do that? It's most likely because of a fear or limiting belief running in the background. Living more consciously is the process of getting to know your fears and doing the work to dissolve them. It's about bringing your own actions into the light and holding yourself accountable for what you see. It's about examining the limiting beliefs that have been running your life just under the surface. It's about getting curious about your automatic reactions and then loving yourself as you heal and become more whole. So what does that look like in real life? Using spiritual tools like The Cure, so this is a process I use all the time. You can head to MonaLisaOndavia.com to download my free workbook and learn how to do it yourself. But using spiritual tools like this one to interrupt negative patterns like success, crippling procrastination, and perfection, or staying in a poverty mindset because you're afraid of the consequences of wealth and success. So using your tools and getting rid of those negative patterns and mindsets. That is what living consciously is all about. So the second part is about living with intention. And this goes hand in hand with living consciously. They're really two sides of the same coin. So living with intention is about bringing a level of presence to your life and showing up as fully as you can in the choices that you make. It's about making decisions that reflect the way you want to live, like living in a home that feels just right, or working in a purposeful job, 
or owning a business that fuels your soul. It's about aligning your values with how you spend your time, how you parent, how you eat, and how you love. The last part of the definition is for the purpose of living a joyous life, which is pretty self-explanatory. The goal of all of this, of everything that we're doing, the goal of every light worker is to feel good. That is why we are on this planet, to live a life that you love and celebrate every single day, not just in those weird moments or like special occasions when it's the holidays or vacation. It's about showing up and living and celebrating your life every single day. So to summarize, to be a light worker means you are on a journey to live more consciously and with intention for the purpose of living a joyous life. As you go through and do these things, you will inevitably shine your own light brighter and either indirectly inspire others who witness your light and lightworker lifestyle or directly inspire others through your chosen profession. Just to clarify here, helping others directly is not a requirement of being a lightworker but it's often a side effect of going on the journey. Many of us can't help but want to share the amazing things that we've learned on our journey with the world. Also, notice I didn't mention anything about having to wear crystals, mala beads, or getting regular energy healings. So being a light worker doesn't really require any of that. Those things are just super fun, and you'll most likely find yourself gravitating towards them eventually, but they're not a requirement. For the first six years of my own journey, I didn't identify with being a light worker, especially not full-time. I felt really divided in the beginning, like my peaceful Zen side was a totally different person than the person I was in my quote-unquote real life. And I remember being so frustrated and even asking Gabby Bernstein when I was in her group coaching program, and this is back when she coached small groups of 20 to 30 in a yoga studio in New York City. I asked her, how do I be a light worker all the time, not just part of the time, because I felt like a big time fraud. And she kind of looked at me and she smiled a little amused and she said, honey, it's a process and it's totally okay. You're not going to be a light worker all of the time, especially not in the beginning. And let me tell you, I did not love the answer at the time. And I wanted to say, but you're a light worker all of the time. And I mean, but now, now today I get it. And I get that she was so right. And, and to be honest, no one's a light worker all of the time. I'm not a light worker all of the time. And I know Gabby Bernstein has talked about how she's not always in the light all of the time. So that's not a requirement either. And sure enough, slowly as I did the work, I couldn't help but bring my light to all areas of my life. So whereas it started like five minutes a day on my meditation pillow or in an hour in my yoga class, it started to infiltrate everything in my life, slowly at first and then faster, and it gained momentum. And it eventually reached the darkest places of my life, the places that I thought would never change and never heal, the parts of me that I kind of wrote off as broken. And so when the light reaches these areas, this is where the huge changes take place. These are the deep layers that really shift and transition your life. But to get there, you've got to stick with the work. It can take years. 
and most likely will take years, but let me tell you, the time will pass anyway. And this is the most important work of your life. All right, so now I'm going to give you some examples of how to bring your light work into your everyday life. Whether you have a service-based business, a product-based business, work in a traditional career, if you're a full-time mom, or if you're still looking for some direction. The very first thing that people think of when they think of being a light worker is having a service-based business. And this is pretty accurate. We naturally tend to gravitate towards owning a service-based business because we love helping others live in a more conscious, intentional, and joyous way. This could be as a coach, nutritionist, trainer like you, Andrea, yoga teacher, doula, the list goes on. You are bringing your lightworker life into your business simply by being a lightworker yourself and showing up for your clients. Even if you don't directly use the word lightworker or even mention the word manifest or the universe, your presence will inspire and heal others. You will begin to attract people into your practice who need your light simply by being a lightworker yourself. And if you own a product-based business, this applies to you as well. Your products will ooze your energy and intention, your personality, your light. So give a conscious attention to your branding and packaging as they will often speak on your behalf. Also, just like service-based businesses, you should be in regular contact with your customers through your newsletter and social media outlets. These are places to intentionally infuse your personality with your writing, pictures, and lightworker stories. Whether you own a product or service-based business, I invite you to recite a prayer for your angels and the universe to hear. And this prayer is um, with the intention of having women come your way who really could benefit from working with you and working with your service. So here's an example of what I say, and you can customize this for your service or product. Universe, please send me women who would really benefit from working with me and my service as a coach. And please send me women who I can truly help and who would be a pleasure to work with and it would just be love all the way. If their life can be changed as a result of working with me, help them find my workshops, programs, Instagram, or podcast, and nudge them along whispering in their ears so they can eventually either say yes to working with me or see the blog post or listen to the podcast that they need to hear that will change their life. Thank you so much, universe. And I see you up there doing your thing. Thank you for everything you do. And then take a breath and release it out to the universe. And I seriously do this all the time. And I kid you not, almost all of my clients say they found me through some kind of divine coincidence or that they simply felt like they needed to click on my ad or email me or get into contact with me somehow. This happens all of the time, and it's really not like a random occurrence. It happens so much, and it's not by coincidence, let me tell you, loves. It is totally the universe, and believing in that, having faith, is also part of being a light worker. And finally, if you fall into any of the other light worker categories, if you're a full-time mom, have a traditional career, or you're still trying to figure it all out, all of the same rules still apply. 
Work your light by living a more conscious, intentional, and joyous life. Remember, you don't have to own a certain type of business to be a light worker. In fact, you don't even have to own a business at all. If you're like how I was and tend to forget your light work when you're in the quote unquote real world, um, some, here are some tips that I give that I can give to you and tools that you can bring to your everyday life. So strategically place some lightworker tools into your daily life. That's my favorite one. I have a client who hangs mala beads in her car and says her mantra on her way to pick up her kids. If you have a nine to five job, decorate your desk with a salt lamp, crystals and quotes. That's really what I did when I had a nine to five job. And if you're still trying to figure it out, remember to be gentle with yourself and do the work of living consciously and with intention for the purpose of living a joyous life. The rest will fall into place. I hope this answered your question, Andrea. I know this was a long answer, but I definitely wanted to address this question properly and for everyone because it's been a topic I've been wanting to cover for a while. Thank you so much for submitting it. And remember, if you have a question you want answered on this podcast, send an email with your name and question to Mona Lisa at MonaLisaOndavia.com. That's all for today, Lightworkers. I hope that this has served you, and I will see you next, next Tuesday for the next episode of Intuitive Tuesday. Mm-hmm.